Welcome everyone to our At Heart Calls, Inspiring Forward Movement and Heart-Powered Intention. This is Deborah Rosman, your host, and our July topic is Add Heart to Summer Play. And for those of you in the Southern Hemisphere, to Winter Play. And I thought this would be an appropriate topic because we've all had over a year of restrictions due to the global pandemic and some Areas are still under restriction or have gone back under restriction. And many of us have been tired of it and are excitedly looking forward to getting out, taking some time to relax, recharge, and maybe connect with a playful part of ourselves. So to lift our hearts and spirits, there are many regenerative benefits available to us through getting outside and spending just a little time by ourselves or with each other in nature or to play or to play some sports or view some sports, something fun there, because exercise and play is essential to balancing our overall health and well-being. And it opens up new perspectives. I know sometimes I've had an intense day at work, and my husband and I just to say, let's get on our bicycles and just ride for a few miles. And the breeze flowing over our faces and just doing that, even if it's only for 20 minutes, it's so refreshing and balancing. gets us out of our mind and back into our bodies. And the Summer Olympics are almost here, so it's a great time for us to talk about how adding heart energy can help us get the most out of whatever play or exercise or sports we do, whether it's walking or swimming or biking or golfing or tennis or playing soccer with the kids or grandkids or any of those activities. So I have invited a dear friend who I've known for many years to be my guest, Peter Fox, who is now the senior content editor for Sports Ed TV, which is educating people from coaches and athletes to ordinary folks like us. And Peter was uh, actually um, one of the founding executive producers of ESPN, so he has a long background in this whole arena, and he's a certified heart math coach and produced uh, programs for Golf Digest and Natural Golf Corporation and was one of our advisors on our book many years ago we wrote called Managing Emotions, Golf's Next Frontier, which is really any sport's next frontier. So, Peter, welcome. Well, thank you, Deb. It's uh, it's. It's always fun to work with you. There's always a reward at the end of that. Yes, I find that too, a reward just in doing it and working together. So let me ask you, Peter, you have trained so many people from beginners to professional athletes in using heart-focused breathing, using quick coherence, shifting to the heart, adding heart energy to their efforts. Why did you do that? What did you discover was important about that? Well, I've written about it a couple of times, and, and, it's, and I guess it's because it's true. We have a mutual friend, Ron Cruikshank, who one day, long before you and I met, said to me, hey, Peter, suppose I told you I could get you into the zone. And I looked at him and sassed him right back. I said, get in line. There are about 50 shrinks who want to do the same thing. And Ron said, suppose I could prove it. 
And I said, come to the front of the line. And he introduced me to HeartMath, brought me out. I met you, I met Doc, I met the crew, and it's been a long story ever since. But that's that's how I got started. It was truly the science of heart math that took, you know, I'm a newspaper man at heart, which is kind of born to be a skeptic. And so the science is what reels me in. And then, of course, the wonderful feelings that are a result of working the heart math program and the technology and the science. It just, it just changed my life. Hmm. I remember a story you told me way back as a golfer related to using a heart math technique for the yips. I guess that's like a nervous nervousness. Can you say what that is and what what the technique was and how it worked? Well, it, well sure. The the yips are are they're, first of all they're not unique to golfers. But they're an un- uncontrollable fear of an outcome where your your muscles begin to twitch, or or, or you or you make a bad decision. Uh, I've learned over time that it's called cortical inhibition. But you know, a lot of people yip. You know, business moguls yip and they blow a deal, and uh, young lovers. First-time kissers yip, and they kiss a nose. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, it's it's like nerves get in the way, and of course, quick coherence and and all of the wonderful calming things that uh, heart math teaches us to do uh, alleviates a lot of that, especially in the moment, and that is that is the key with heart math. For me, as an athlete, I'm able to do it and control my emotions while I play. And that, uh, that is where I convince a lot of my hard-playing, uh, I want to call them athletes. I was going to use jocks, but I, I'll be better. It's a family program, I guess. Well, you know, everybody from children and schools that are using heart-focused breathing and quick coherence in their sports teams to professional athletes, I mean, it's just like you talk about the science, the idea, whether it's a heart-mouth technique or something else, getting your heart-brain-nervous system synchronized is the key to finding flow or entering that first level of the zone or right in the moment shifting out of that uh, worry or anger or frustration and finding the groove so that this activity becomes much more fun. I know for myself, I learned a number of years ago because when I don't have time to go outside and bike or do other exercise, I use my elliptical. And I find that I used to as I used the elliptical, even if it was for 10, 15 minutes, I used to just have frustration. It would, I'd recall a challenge I had at work, or and then I would get worked up. I might get frustrated more or even you know, more upset, and I realized, what am I doing? As I'm exercising, I am actually...
actually, by my thoughts and emotions, imprinting whatever that is on my cells and body. And it was like a wake-up call. Wait a minute. Let me do my heart lock-in and just do heart-focused breathing. Simple. Focus on the heart. Breathe through the heart. And activate some appreciation for nature or somebody and do that while I'm on the elliptical. And I'll tell you, it made such a huge difference, both in my enjoyment of what could be boring after a while on the elliptical, and a lot of us watch TV or watch the news or do something to not be so bored with, you know, exercise equipment. Um, but it did more than that. It actually lifted my spirits and perceptions because as I was breathing and exercising and knowing I was imprinting appreciation or love or care or compassion for somebody in my cells or radiating it out, the exercise amplified my heart-focused intention and what we call the heart-powered intention. It added another level of power to it, which, you know, the theme of our ad heart calls. And that was like an epiphany for me, um, that that is something that any of us can do, even if we're out walking the dog, you know, that can add a whole other dimension of physical, mental, and emotional reward to exercise or play. Because it's so easy when you're playing, you know, tennis or ping pong or soccer to get frustrated at your opponent or to... And again, there's nothing wrong with that. You want to put your excitement into it, but coming back to the center, shifting back to the heart, managing your emotions in the moment, you actually do better. So what if you, maybe you could comment on that, how, how actually that's improved people's sports scores or fulfillment in the sport. Well, you know, Deb, as, as you were saying that, I've been a walker all of my life, and I, I still am. It's, it started when I was a, a preteen. I was a paper boy, and uh, I would, in the, in the morning at the 5.30, I'd, I'd put a mile and a half on my feet, and by the end of the day, uh, it was probably three or four miles, and then I'd go to sports practice and things like that. But that has continued uh, into my golf career, I, and, and one foot in front of the other, it's become... It's become almost meditative for me. The way that I can combine uh, the the appreciation that's in my heart, whether I'm walking through nature or walking on the golf course and appreciating this wonderful grass that I didn't have to mow, <laughs> it's it's just a, a, a an acquired skill that you taught me to appreciate where before I had the appreciation but I didn't really identify what it was and as soon as I did uh, and I, I began to apply those skills in the moment as I say it it became uh, not only part of my daily life but part of my hourly routine in many ways uh, you know, if you if you uh, sit in front of a computer like uh, this writer does a good part of the day, uh, there's there's a lot of inspiration that that needs to come out of the fingertips, and it only begins in the heart for me. 
if if I'm in the right space and in the right frame of mind and uh, the the words flow easily. If I'm struggling, boy, you want to talk about writer's block. Um, so I'm, I I use our technique so frequently. It's uh, uh, it's it's more than just play for me, although it certainly applies to play. Mine That's and right. everyone's. Writer's yips. Yep, I like that. <laughs> you know, if yes. people use it, I mean, obviously we teach heart-based techniques in every aspect of life, you know, parenting, writing, being creative, meetings, working with others. Uh, and I've had so many guests on this program from corporate executives to last month it was a nurse leader at a hospital, how they apply it in the workday at home, everywhere, because it's our natural state of being. Adding heart, which means adding love or appreciation or care, which reboots our system, realigns it in coherence with heart, brain, nervous system, gives us access to quicker reaction times, which is so important in sports or exercise, but also to our frontal lobes where we have compassion or the ability to understand another, empathy. It actually activates our higher brain potentials. And I know that's every athlete's looking for the edge, but that's um, edge that's intuitive, that's mental, that's creative as well as physical. And that's why it is so important. I'm, I'm so appreciate what you're doing now of integrating this into your work in, with coaches who coach so many different aspects of sports and your own uh, passion now to bring this to the world and to more people. Um, before we ask you to give us some tips that we can all use to get out and play or get out and exercise, Tell me a little bit more. What's your passion now, Peter, with all that you've learned in your many years of, of living and serving? Well, you know that sports has been an important part of my life, uh, uh, which is not to say the only part of my life, but uh, certainly as, as I'm in the afternoon side of it, uh, it's, it's pretty significant and it's significant in that I, I get an opportunity to to reflect on on how it's affected me. And just recently, I've I've begun to to outline a. Uh, I don't know whether it's going to end up being a white paper or a blog or what. I don't know what form or a book, uh, but. the concept of why people love sports so passionately. And what is, what is it about sports that transcends religion, transcends race, transcends politics? I think of uh, Nelson Mandela and, and how he used rugby to uh, uh, battle apartheid. I think of uh, Jesse Owens uh, uh, 
working in Hitler's Olympics, and, and yeah. uh, I, th I think of all of those wonderful reasons where love and appreciation for sport have affected society, and so I'm, I'm, uh, that's, that's my passion. <laughs> I don't, uh, like I said, it's, it's a, a germ, but it, it's going to manifest itself in something written, and it'll probably um, take me down a, a number of paths that uh, will reveal a little bit about myself and about other folks as well. So, that's uh, to answer your question, well, that's that's it. That's it. That's it. Well, I think you said what it reveals about yourself because when we play, when we have fun, and we exercise or do sports of any kind, we do learn something about ourselves that involves. Unless we're competing against someone else, and even then, afterwards, you learn something about yourself. It it creates a certain reflection. Uh, and I feel that's, for me, when I'm biking or hiking in nature, of course, as a whole other element, or even using exercise equipment, there's just a certain type of movement meditation involved in all that, that if you're in your heart, you can get a lot of intuitive insight about other aspects of your life. That's why people say, if, you know, if you have a problem, take a walk. You know, take a hike, go out and do something physical because that can help you gain more insight on your next steps in life. And so I think that's why this is important now as we're hopefully emerging from this pandemic and get some regeneration, that we also get more uh, that mind, heart, emotions, body connection and get more clarity on some of our next steps. So... Before we do our heart-focused meditation together, do you have any particular tip or advice you'd give somebody who, you know, just ordinary person, not totally into sports, but into playing tennis or biking or, or taking walks like you do? What, what would you suggest they do to add more heart to, to their play or their well, exercise? Well, for, for, for me, it's getting out out of doors this pandemic mm -hmm. and being being isolated mostly indoors even even in a place where I live in a wonderfully temperate climate uh, uh, it was it was hard to be to be out uh, mm -hmm. but the, the the wonder of nature instills something in my heart that the the, the fresh air helps me breathe better, which helps me appreciate more, and it, it just, get up and get out. That's my tip. Yep. Get up and get out. I like that. All right. Well, let's, let's do our heart uh, meditation to add heart energy to our personal and collective intention to create a reservoir of heart energy together we can each draw upon during the next month as we are getting out and about and as we're doing whatever play, having fun, lifting our spirits. So let's focus on our heart and do some heart-focused breathing. Of course, what we're doing here you can take with you in your sports or play. 
So pretend that your breath is flowing in and out of your heart or chest area, breathing a little slower, a little deeper than usual. Just find an easy rhythm that's comfortable. As you continue heart-focused breathing, just breathe in a feeling of love or appreciation you have for someone or something you care about, a person, a pet, a time in nature. Just breathe that feeling of love or appreciation. This heart energy is what increases the effectiveness of your game or your heart-powered intention or your enjoyment. Continue breathing in this feeling of appreciation, love. And as you breathe out, radiate that feeling to all the cells of your body and out into the environment, into your energetic field. Radiate that appreciation through your whole mental, emotional, physical system and out into the environment. As you continue this radiation of appreciation for something, someone, or just appreciation itself, just gratitude itself, visualize yourself doing this as you get outside and take a walk or hike or bike or whatever is fun for you, enjoyable for you, to add heart to play. Now let's close by just radiating that appreciation and love into a reservoir of heart energy that we're collectively 
building right now, creating. Energy's energy can travel anywhere with our heart-powered intention, and we build a reservoir each month in these calls that's very tangible, that we can each draw on when we want to access more of the heart quality of the theme for the month, or when we just need more heart energy to give us a lift. And this month, building that heart energy we can draw on to get ourselves up and out, Find that balance, physical exercise or play, and adding heart to that so it's even a more enjoyable experience. Let's just radiate that love and appreciation into the field to create that reservoir of heart energy we can each draw on. Thank you so much for building this reservoir of regeneration energy that we can each tap into as we go through creating our new normal, coming back to balancing our lives, hopefully. Remember to send that heart energy with compassion and care to those still struggling and to ourselves when we're struggling. But getting out and moving that body can really help clear all that and move us on. Peter, any last words for our audience? Wow. (laughs) Um, I think the uh, athletes in our audience uh, might enjoy how we've adapted the uh, Managing Emotions uh, document. We call it Learn to Win over at Sportsnet TV. And it really embraces all of the science, but uh, for the non-athletes, just uh, help Deb and Doc and all of the wonderful folks at HeartMath earn the Nobel Prize that I believe someday they're going to earn. Oh, that's so kind of you. And they can get that new revised booklet at SportsEd TV? Is that where? Yes, learn to win. Learn to win. Okay, Google that and you'll get that. Well, thank you so much, Peter, and thank you, everyone. Let's go have some balancing regeneration this month, and our next Ad Heart call will be Tuesday, August 17th at 11 a.m. Pacific time. Take care.